Hi, I'm Greg Ulan with Reynolds and Reynolds, and this is Connected. You can watch or listen to new and past episodes on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. And if you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe so you can get new episodes delivered to your inbox when they're released. Uh, today, I'm talking with Jordan Eckout-Lopez from Naked Lime Marketing about different marketing strategies and what's important and what to change when inventory is tight. Let's get connected. Hi there, Jordan. How are you today? I'm good, Greg. How are you doing? I'm great. I'm great. Um, thanks for hopping on. Um, mm-hmm. You know, today let's let's dive right in. I want to get down to it. Um, so start with kind of a big to the point question. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about advertising. So why in the world should I be advertising when inventory is so tight right now? So Greg, we all know this. Inventory is tight, and that's exactly why you need to be. Uh, advertising right now. It's the only way to increase volume, especially on used vehicles. And it's easier to turn what you do have so much quicker. Take the trade, sell it. Take the trade, sell it. You're not trying to get rid of a massive inventory. You're trying to turn every car as quickly as possible. All right, I'll buy that. So so how do you kind of shift your marketing, shift your advertising to, to help make that happen? So it becomes a little less about the specific vehicle and more about the buyer. You have to be able to target the buyer with a message that resonates and through the channel they actually prefer. Focusing on segmenting your prospects into clusters is one of the most effective ways to do it. There are almost endless characteristics that can factor into each segmentation. Yeah, there's there's a lot for sure. What's um, What do you think is the easiest one to start with? You know, none of them are really easy, but uh, when it comes to trends in behavior, age is as good a start to pl- uh, good as place to start as any. Uh, we basically have five generations that we're all used to hearing about. We'll go into details in a little bit, but the generations are silent generation, the baby boomers, Gen X, my personal favorite, the millennials, and our up and comers, Gen Z. All right. Uh, so let's just walk through each one for me, kind of high level. What are what are some of those characteristics that you can segment off of? Absolutely. So being born from 1928 to 1945, the silent generations are the children of war and economic depression. And one myth we see is that silent generation doesn't really care about brands, but that is absolutely not true. They actually value brand loyalty more than any other generation. Chances are they have been using the same barbershop, a grocery store, an auto shop for absolutely decades. So when it comes to this generation, it's better to focus your efforts on retention. That's interesting because, you know, there's so much defection going on just because of supply chain issues. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting to to think about this kind of oldest or older, I guess, generation being the one to go after to uh, do things like pre-orders and, and stuff along those lines. Oh, yeah. Um, all right, Jordan, go to the next one. What was the next one? Baby boomers? Yeah. So baby boomers were born from 1946 to 1964 uh, during a time where the country and the economy was prospering after World War II. And because of this, boomers are more indulgent in their spending. Uh, The biggest myth being that many believe boomers are bad with technology. And studies have found that baby boomers use technology just as much as millennials. But even though the amount is the same, they use technology a little differently. Uh, Millennials often find themselves glued to Instagram or Twitter. Boomers have another guilty pleasure email. I'm sure we all got that spam email about if you don't forward to 20 people, you won't win a million dollars, all that good stuff. 
And a whopping 95% of boomers regularly actually use email. Many reported checking their email when they get home from work, on the weekend, and even while on vacation. And I know I'm guilty of that too. Um, another myth is that boomers don't shop online. We've already established that this generation doesn't shy away from the internet, and this includes researching and purchasing those products. The grand majority of them, about 92%, prefer shopping for products and services online rather than shopping in the store. When you see that in consumer studies too, just um, a few weeks ago, we had Casey Edwards on and, and her and I were talking about um, a study that we released recently that looked at consumer preferences and, and behaviors when it comes to um, where consumers see value in, in the buying process when buying a car. So what's valuable online, what's valuable in store. And, yeah. and you continue to see just more and more of a shift at any age um, to those digital experiences. Yeah, absolutely. So what's next, Gen X? Yeah, Gen X. So the most common mistake marketers can make for this generation is just ignoring them completely. So they were born between 1965 and 1980. This generation is fated to always be the middle child between the two largest generations. Uh, the big thing about Gen X is that they are quickly becoming one of the best targets for digital advertising formats. Um, studies have shown that Gen X might be even more addicted to their smartphone than younger generations, which is saying a lot. This includes their social media usage. Adults 35 to 49 were found to spend on average of six hours and 50 minutes a week on social media network. And again, I think we're all guilty of that. And uh, Gen X is also heavily switching from traditional TV to our online content with 75% of them regularly using YouTube, accounting for over 1.5 billion views every day. Billion with a B. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. You know, I see, um, I don't know, for me, I see my kids and they're always on YouTube. I don't think they watch TV, right? It's like just YouTube. And, and now you see that going throughout, uh, you know, more and more generations. That's interesting. Yeah, um, they're more and more becoming uh, those cord cutters for sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, so next generation is millennials. Um, all right, big challenging question. Is there anything to say about millennials that hasn't been said already? All right, so not necessarily, but there are just maybe a couple of things we can keep at the top of our minds. So first, don't forget about the desktop experience, which I know is really easy to forget. While it's true that mobile use is rising, the majority of millennials still use desktop along with mobile and tablet, which I am currently using. And your website and social pages should be optimized for all three. So being mobile first does not mean they are mobile exclusive. With many millennials working from their computers, studies have shown that their desktop usage exceeds mobile during the daytime, but a switch back to mobile and tablets in the evening and early mornings. A lot of that might have to do with their jobs. I mean, this is my equipment that Reynolds gave me and I'm at a desktop and it's the only time I ever use it is during, during work. Um, another myth for marketing to millennials is that they are totally desensitized to advertisements. They grew up with it. It doesn't matter anymore. This one is partially true. So millennials see an average of 2,094 banner ads per month. And that's quite a bit. And as a result of this sensory overload, millennials have gotten really good at ignoring whatever looks like an ad. Uh, they respond better to ads that aren't as invasive. So 60% of millennials say they're influenced by social media, find it more Incredible when making purchasing decisions. And many social advertising options flow seamlessly with what they are viewing and are much more likely to catch our attention, especially when they use the power of our influencers. 
Yeah, yeah, I see that for sure. Um, all right, all right. So the last uh, kind of grouping that you mentioned, Gen Z. So these are kind of the younger, up and coming, uh, just now getting into the workforce, folks. Absolutely. So Gen Z or the TikTok masterminds, we are still learning about them. And since they're so new to the marketing of car buying, here are some just a few things that we can say about them. So many think that Gen Z are too young or don't have any money to buy a vehicle. They were born from 1996 to 2012. Oh, that hurts my heart. How do you feel, Greg? <laughs> wow, that feels like a shot. I'm just kidding. You know, when <laughs> when I saw the uh, the first professional athlete that I, I remember sitting at the game and it was me and my wife sitting there and the first professional athlete I saw that was born in the year 2000, I was like, wow, okay. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that's scary. <laughs> but again, they were born from 96 to 2012. And many Gen Z aren't little kids anymore. Many of them are already graduated and actually in the workforce. So for those who aren't working full time, it's easy to assume they would opt for the cheapest options in their purchases, regardless of value. But that's actually missing the point. See, Gen Zs aren't into shopping for the lowest price option so much as they are into getting better value for the money that they spend. So we really need to focus on that aspect. Makes sense. All right, good stuff, Jordan. Um, like you said earlier, I mean, there are seemingly just endless options for segmenting customers, but um, appreciate you diving into the different generations and, and what we can do with that. Um, while we have a little time and while we have the audience, is there anything else that, uh, that you want to touch on or anything else we haven't talked about that we should? Yeah, just a note on this is that sales and marketing guys alike, you need to remember to position yourselves for whatever audience they're reaching. You now have the tools that we've given you today to accurately communicate with whatever generation you're targeting. So guys, get out there and get it done. Thank you, Greg. I really appreciate you having me on today. For sure. Thanks for uh, taking the time. We'll talk soon. No problem. Bye. It was great to talk with Jordan about the different generations and how messaging can and really should shift. Uh, before we hop off, don't forget, you can watch or listen to episodes of Connected on YouTube, Apple, or Spotify podcasts, and be sure to subscribe so you're notified every other Wednesday when new episodes are released. Thanks so much for uh, joining us today, and we'll see you in two weeks. Mm -hmm.